millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Wednesday, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host with the Alice Band. Oh, we got an Alice Band? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have. Anyway, we begin on this podcast with my show, even though I wasn't on it, Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm, with Adam Katmandu Catchell and Jason, I can't tell you his nickname, Cundy. They were looking back at Aston Villa against Arsenal game, of course, which was live on TalkSport. And, of course, Watford getting tonked at home by Manchester City. It's been a really good night for Aston Villa and a good night for Bournemouth as Michael Oliver blows his whistle. Sad songs from Elton John and all the Watford fans. Their hopes of staying in the Premier League have really taken a battery here. It's finished at Vicarage Road. Watford nil, Manchester City four. Tomorrow we'll look at it more um, and look at the performance more and then put it to bed and, and, and start preparing for the next game. But, um, you know, we just spoke in there generally, um, spoke about staying together um, and doing the right things up, up until the, the game on Sunday. We sack managers as much as we see good weather in the UK. It is horrendous. Our owners are a disgrace. Now, I'm not going to tell them to sell off because they're still very good owners. They saved the club financially. They've invested a lot of money into this club. However, we have an ageing squad. They they invested from completely the wrong, the wrong areas in the summer. I'm sorry, but what happened? We needed a left-back in the summer. We needed a right-back in the summer. We needed a striker in the summer. We needed a centre mid in the summer. Where has all of that done? Why have you not signed any of the right players? There's a reason we're going down there. It's because of horrific recruitment, because of players which simply are not done to look the model of the club who's going to want to manage a club when there's such major job insecurity when they don't have control over what they're, what they're, over, over the, what they're able to do in terms of picking the team the players they sign it is an absolute disgrace the players which wear the shirt shame on you the lack of care the lack of attention the lack of desire is an absolute disgrace and I guess that's why they call it the forward for Raheem Sterling. Sterling in on goal. Brilliant one-on-one save by Foster, but it fell to Phil Foden to tap home from six yards out. I feel good at the moment, you know. Um, I'm performing quite well and, yeah, I'm just enjoying my football. And I just want to keep going and improving. There's still a far way to go for me to be a regular starter and, and, and yeah, I'm going to try and take it into the rest of this year and, and keep going from there. Oh, missed by everyone. Comes through to Trezeguet! 
and it's last time by Trezeguet. It's another set-piece goal for Aston Villa, and as it stands, Aston Villa are moving out of the relegation zone. In towards Sanketio, hits the post, and then it comes out, and Pepe Reina drops it and just about smuggles it on the line. What a chance! And Villa's goal leads a charmed life. That is just what turned the relegation battle, and that might be what keeps Villa in it. You want to go into that last game knowing that you can, you know, if you go and win, then you're most likely to stay up. Um, you know, it's uh, it's an important thing for the football club. We've worked extremely hard to get here, um, and a lot of people had us relegated in February. So it's pleasing that we've come back, you know, from the lockdown after the, the pandemic and. And, and performed the way we have and, and worked extremely hard defensively as well. The consistency that you need to win every three days and find always the way and find always the, the reason and try to dominate every aspect of the game is something that uh, we are still not there. I think the league table doesn't lie and when you see the difference in points means that there are a lot of things that have to be improved. Now, the former Ireland striker who's as Irish as I am, Brazilian Tony Cascarino, and the Rangers legend Ali McCoy's Macca, joined Laurel Woods on the TalkSport Breakfast Show yesterday morning. This is Macca on who should be the PFA Player of the Year. I would probably just go for De Bruyne, and I love Henderson. I really do. I, I, I love John Henderson. I love everything that he, that he stands for. We heard, I think it was, was Young Robertson talking about him there. I just think what he's achieved at Liverpool is, is fantastic. I can still see him holding up that <clears throat> Champions League trophy last year, and then obviously a league title this year. And it's, he's, a, he's had a, a wonderful, wonderful few years. But I just think the, the, the absolute technical ability and class of De Bruyne both on and off the park, probably just shades it for Myanmarie. As I say, there's nobody could argue with your choice at all, and I don't think anybody could argue with, with De Bruyne. It's just a kind of personal opinion, if you like, and I would probably, now that you've put me in the spot, I'd probably just shade De Bruyne. Now, Liverpool gaffer Jurgen Klopp has been speaking ahead of their game against Chelsea which will be followed by the Reds receiving the Premier League trophy in a presentation at Anfield. Oh, I can't wait for that. In fact, I'm so looking forward to it so much that I'll actually be live on national radio when that one happens. Can't wait. Anyway, this is the take of that man Klopp. There's a football game, a very important football game before that, but um, I cannot and don't want to ignore that after that football game, whatever happens, there will be a trophy lift tomorrow night and um, and the boys worked so hard for it. Everybody in this club worked so hard for it, so it should be in the stadium. Um, it should be as good as anyhow possible. Um, I, and I will not disturb that, um, for sure not. I will be in best spirits. It's one of the... On a professional basis, 100%, one of the biggest, greatest days in my life, 100% to get finally our hands on this trophy um, where everybody was waiting so long for. And I think two, three years ago, nobody thought it it, it, it will be possible for us, especially with all the, the challenges we faced and the, and, and the challenges we have uh, and the competitors we have. So, um, yes, I will, be, I will be proud. Now, the chart boss, Lee Bowyer, has been speaking to TalkSport's Ian Abrahams ahead of the Addicts' vital final game against his old club, Leeds United, tonight, with the South Londoners aiming to avoid relegation. Bowyer spoke about gifts he has for Marcelo Bielsa, but was first asked if he'll be keeping up with what's going on elsewhere from the bench. I would imagine he is, probably with a pair of binoculars. I won't, personally, but one of my coaching staff will be 
listening in to what's going on or we'll be getting told what's going on because we need to know because it might be a stage where, I don't know, we're, we're drawing or we're, we're winning or we're losing and we need to know what's going on elsewhere because it might be a case of, okay, well, shut up, shop now. It might be a case of, well, we need a goal now. We need to know what's going on elsewhere. So, um, yeah, someone will be passing on information. They said to get him a, a bottle of Malbec. I don't drink that personally, so I, I just went to to the local uh, wine place and said, "Look, can can you give me a, a nice bottle of Malbec? Whatever you recommend, because I haven't got a clue. I don't drink it, and uh, so I hopefully he likes it. But that'd be something for after the game. I'll give to him because I think it's the right thing to do to to give him a gift because he's been outstanding what he's done for that football club. Um, I see him before. I used to go and watch him before he took over, and what he's done there is is work miracles. Um, and I'm really pleased for him and the, and the club, you know. Now, following Leeds United being promoted to the Premier League after 16 years away, their winger, Stuart... Dallas told White and Sawyer that he was especially grateful for the work his manager, Bielsa, has put into him individually. He's obviously when he come into the club he's seen a different a different side of my game and, and he showed belief in me that I maybe didn't even have in myself and other managers certainly didn't have in me either and you know sometimes in the past my first authorities work against me because you don't get a settled position and, and you get moved around uh, quite a lot and he's seen a position change in me and, and you know he gave me a chance and for that again as I said I'll always be thankful for that and I'm just delighted that I've been I've been able to play and show what I can do and at this club and especially when we've been challenging for the title for the past two years as well and uh, you know it's something I'm, I'm I'm really proud of that I represent this club. Now, West Bromwich Albion boss Slaven Bilic has been speaking ahead of the live commentary of Albion's final game of the championship season against Queen's Park Rangers at the Hawthorns this evening. If the Baggies win, they're back in the Premier League. Here's Slavo Bilicjo speaking though. It shows you it shows you how how tough football game nowadays is. I mean this scenario is happening in Turkey also, you know. This scenario is is happening in 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 Italy. It's, it's not like just here, you know. It's it happened in the second Bundesliga. So it's tough to win football games when you have to, but because the price is unbelievably high, the price is not uh, as I said last time. The price is not that somebody's gonna clap you or you're gonna get a standing ovation. The price is you. Price is the Premier League. That's not easy. That costs effort and quality and everything. And I'm sure we are 90 minutes from it. Now the world of football paid its respects to the former England World Cup winner Jack Charlton yesterday in his hometown of Ashington ahead of his funeral. He managed the Republic of Ireland to two World Cups and passed away on July the 10th, age 85. One of his former players, Tony Cascarino, remembered him fondly on TalkSport Breakfast. I was playing in Manchester in a game um, and Jack was at the game 
and afterwards it was a Saturday and on the Sunday I was going to Ireland to uh, meet up with the squad and Jack was at the game and I bumped into him afterwards and, he, and I said I've got to go to uh, Lennon Airport for tomorrow I'm staying in, in Liverpool overnight and um, he said well I'll take you back so I was like okay alright Jack I'll jump in and wait for the traffic to go a bit and well I'll take you so um, I get in the car with him and the first record I ever bought was Wandering Star by um, Lee Marvin, Lee Marvin. And uh, it's the first record ever uh, thing, and he puts a cassette on, and it's Wandering Star by Lee Marvin. So I'm in the car, and he puts it on, and we both start singing it. Now, you know, like uh, Wayne's World, when it's uh, Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody, and like James Corden, who done that carpool karaoke. It's me and Jack singing Wandering Star in the mo- on the motorway to Liverpool. Like, I was born, me and him, literally. And we're both not even, you know, just thinking, and he, oh, I love this Lee Marvin version, you know, like that. And we are just laughing as we're talking to him. And the whole journey was filled with just great sound that's coming on. Oh, oh, honestly, me and Jack singing this, and I I listened to Desert Island Discs uh, last week with Jack Chapman was giving you know was doing his interview, and um, this is one of his songs as well that he has on it. Now the Manchester United boss, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, has been speaking to the media ahead of the game with West Ham tonight. The baby-faced assassin was of course asked about his goalkeeper, David De Gea, and here's what he said about his goalkeeper, David, who I've just told you. We stick together as a group. Of course we are going to stick together as a group, and uh, as I said, he's proven before he's mentally strong, so... Uh, We'll we'll stay we'll stay together and you'll see the team on uh, Wednesday night. Every decision is a big one here uh, at this club, so you've just got to do what you think is right for the for the team and the club. And uh, we'll do that on Wednesday. We'll do that on Sunday, and then when the season's finished, we'll we'll make uh, more uh, decisions. Now this is Hammers boss David Moyes, who's told Talksports Ian Abrahams that the business that the club did in January has been vital to them staying in the league. I think that the important thing is that getting your recruitment right for any manager is really important. If you get your recruitment wrong, you, you tend to lose your job because you need them to work for you. I think the two boys we brought in in January have made a big difference to us, but Thomas is beginning to blossom. And as I said, I was saying to somebody yesterday that to join the, the Premier League and make an impact so quickly is not easy. It takes time. We're, we're still talking about some players just beginning to make impact in the Premier League who've been here for a while. But uh, Thomas has certainly helped us, and you know, without him, I'm not too sure that we'd have been definitely a Premier League club, which we've still got to be. But uh, we're pleasing yet. Are we going to? Are we going to try and look and bring up some other ones? Yeah, of course we will. But uh, we're not daft to know that you know you don't always get them right. You know, it's it's impossible for the managers to get all their signs correct. So but I do feel that the more we can get correct, the better chance we'll have uh, going forward. Talk Sports James Savundra has spoken to boxing promoter Eddie Hearn ahead of Matchroom Boxing's fight camp beginning on August the 1st with Dillian White versus Alexander Povetkin set to headline. The Hearnster thinks this could put the sport onto another level. Well, he would, wouldn't he? I mean, he promotes the sport. I don't see us challenging other promoters at the moment. I see us challenging other sports. And right now, it's all up for grabs. 
You know, if we can bounce back from this and convince the broadcasters that boxing is the future, boxing is the way forward, boxing is the sport that is outrating and outperforming others, I believe we can do it. When you talk about a sport in a closed environment, I think with the right production values, our sport, sport of boxing, can be intriguing, can be thrilling. You know, you're going to hear the punches land to the body and the head, and you're going to hear the fighters wincing. You're going to hear the corner team giving instructions. You're going to hear the fighters talking to each other up close. These are the things that you might not see normally. Now, don't get me wrong. Our bread and butter is filling up the arena, sweet Caroline, few beers on the go, and watching a tear-up. That's what we all want. But in the meantime, I think this is going to be really intriguing to the viewer. And that's what we've got to create. We've got to make sure we drive a big audience starting next Saturday with Cheeseman against Eggington and culminating in a massive night on August the 22nd with Dillian White against Povetkin and Katie Taylor against Delphine Pursuit. You're listening to TalkSport Daily and this is Jason Cundy. Now, this is Drive Time with me, Andy Goldstein, and the former England fast bowler Darren Goff. We were joined by the South Coast correspondent Alex Crook with breaking news coming out of Southampton as they accepted a bid from Everton. But for who? Put heart music on that. That sounds lovely. But for who? Heart music. You've not added the heart music, have you? Southampton have tonight agreed a fee uh, with Everton for Pierre-Emile Hoybier. My understanding is the package is worth £25 million to take Hoybier from the south coast to Goodison Park. We know Tottenham are also interested. Offers have been made from the North London club. At the moment, they're well short of what Everton are offering. So as it stands, Pierre-Emil Hoybier will be on his way to Everton, assuming he wants to move. And it's, it's slightly complicated because... We're told that Hoybier actually would favour a move to North London, to Tottenham, to link up with Jose Mourinho. But at the moment, classic Daniel Levy, they're not willing to pay the money. Hawksby and Jacobs now. This is Andy Jacobs discussing the TV show Married at First Sight. I mean, what's the point of that? That's how Andy sounds. They get two people who have never met before, mm. and they have to get. They don't have to get married. They're getting married. They get married. Oh yeah, and they have to see if they can make the marriage work. Well, it's all you know, and it's, they're put it's a bit together a by, about faces of relationship well, it is, process, really. isn't it? But they're really? put together by psychiatrists and psychologists who sort of interview each person who wants to do this, and they try and match them up. You know, like computer matching in a way. Yeah, and uh, one woman said. She's an older woman, about 53. You're listening to talk sport, by the way. (laughs) Well, on that theory, I'd never even speak. If I only ever had to say just sport. It'd be bad enough if he was watching the British version. He's got some skin in it. He's watching the Australian one. Why did you watch it? Because, I don't know, I try try to in my life. For example, finished the show yesterday, went for a walk, then watched the cricket, and then... That would be the point that I was travelling home from the studio. That's right. Don't worry about me, No, I won't. And I knew that... uh, I knew that... uh, the football was on in the evening. Yeah. So, as I've been married for 45 years, I, one of the reasons I've been married for 45 years is I try and spend you watch two hours with, telly with, your wife. with my wife. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, and so You that can always have a conversation. Well, we do that as well. <laughs> we, we do. You have a conversation about Australian, whatever it's called. Well, it, was, it was really odd watching. I was thinking of watching Neighbours and then watching that. I really must go to Australia, but of course, at the moment, it's impossible. I'd have to do it like the old days and, you know, go yeah. on the ship. It's only about say. three months. <laughs> Thank you. 
That's it for another, well, nearly it for another podcast. You think of mind you can get previous and future podcasts simply by going to ACAR, Spotify or Apple Pods. A reminder, of course, it's the final day of the championship season. So that means we've got live and exclusive commentary of West Brom against QPR on TalkSport. And over on TalkSport 2, we have Brentford against Barnsley. And of course, after those games and the games in the Premier League, I'll be there in the studio alongside Jermaine Beckford from 10pm taking your calls on all things football. Well, that's it. I hope you've enjoyed it. Thanks so much for downloading. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell everyone. Tell the postman. Um, tell the uh, who else can you see tell the tell the person that comes in to read the gas um, water people oh they do it by email now don't those stupid apps um, who else can you ice cream man you could tell him person in the coffee shop tell them just anyone really just tell them to download it good work uh, have a great day I'll be back tonight from 10pm as I mentioned for another sports bar first one for me of the week but the first of millions well one more actually I mean today's Wednesday so one more Thursday but anyway where was I oh yeah Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.